show left in 2023. Let's make it count. Happy New Year from your friends at the Dub Fod. Hey, 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 I'm fixing the world a little bit at a time. What I'm doing? Uh, I am. You're actually making the world a little worse, I think. Yeah, I'm making it a little worse so that it can get better. You gotta but, tear uh, it down to build it back up, right? That's what uh, Ozymandias said in Washington. WFOD begins. FOD. My name is Mike. I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Travis Hulse. Hello, Travis. Dale. There's uh, so much going on. I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah, the world doesn't stop turning, and on it, many things transpire. Travis, I am not overly familiar with the Bitcoin community, but they're obnoxious. They're they're as obnoxious as the NFT people. Now. There is a man on YouTube who's very popular. He went by the name BitBoy. Oh. Uh, but the company that he was working for let him go. And so now I guess either legally he won't be BitBoy anymore or he just decided not to be BitBoy anymore. So so it's like it's potentially like a, a wrestler being in the WWE yeah, and being yeah. let go so they can't be called that anymore because <laughs> right. the WWE owns that trademark name. So BitBoy might be owned by some dipshit company. They're like, you can't be BitBoy anymore. So I, I'm picking up the pieces of this story. I might not get it 100% correct, but it's pretty great. So his name is uh, Ben Armstrong. And when he parted ways with the, the YouTube Bitcoin influencer uh, company he was working for, uh, his business partner uh, either stole his Lamborghini or repossessed his Lamborghini. There was a disagreement about a Lamborghini, Travis, because he was driving it and somebody else had it for some reason. Travis, what you do, of course, if somebody takes your Lamborghini, what do you do? You go get your Lamborghini back. Exactly, Travis. And you know what? how you do that? How do you do it? You, you get your mistress and you get a gun. Oh. And of course, you live stream it, Travis. You live stream you and your mistress getting a gun and going to get your Lamborghini back, right, Travis? Can you imagine Can you imagine if O.J. Simpson was on Twitter when he was trying to recover his sports memorabilia? Like, do you think he would have live-streamed himself trying to get a bunch of signed footballs back from these dipshits in Vegas? So he's live-streaming, right? Yeah. And the police show up. 
Because they know exactly where he is because he's live streaming it. Well, no, because he's creating a ruckus trying to get his Lamborghini back, Travis. And I, I have the video of this confrontation. I, I thought you might enjoy this. I really hope the audio plays well. You have the video. I hope the audio is enjoyable. The video is pretty great. So uh, there, <laughs> there's one point in this. It's a couple clips in, and I'll tell you which one it is, where the cop gets him in a bit of a sticky wicket, Travis, because the cop wants to know information that he doesn't want to provide on a live stream, right? The cop doesn't care that you're live streaming. The cop wants the information that the cop wants, right? Well, right. It just kill your live stream because you'll have that body no, no, cam he had footage to at some point. He had to drop the phone, Travis, because the cop told him to, you know, and you got to do what the cop tells you to do. So couldn't he ask the miss mistress to turn it off <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play you the first play it play it play. i edited it down the whole thing is worth watching travis this is pretty great how's it going no, oh, hey. stop. oh stop i couldn't hear have a weapon on you no i do not okay i do not so i have one in my vehicle but i do not have a weapon on me okay okay uh, uh, sorry i reached too fast i'm sorry sorry okay 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 i'll put the phone down so the audio isn't great. Really quick, what what does a man who's trying to recover his Lamborghini drive to the recovery of the Lamborghini? Uh, probably one of his other cars, Travis. Mm. I mean, if you have, I, I just didn't, I didn't know if it was in the video if you were able to see it. No, no, he's it's just like a selfie type thing while cops oh, sure. are confronting him in a street. Yeah, he sounds terrified by the cops. By the way, well, he should be probably right. I mean, I would assume got, so. He's got a gun on him. You, well, not uh, I mean, it's in his vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> I keep a gun in my vehicle. <laughs> What's going on? This man inside of this house. Actually, he's going to check you real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just uh, a weapon. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I have a. Uh, okay. 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 Yep. No weapons. No weapons. Where in the car is your gun? It's in the back seat. Back seat? Yep. Is anybody else in the car? Um, yes. Yeah, in the car? Who's in the car? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Who? What's that? Who's in your car? Who's in my car? Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh... Who's in your car? Who's in my car? Who's in your truck, sir? See, that's when he keeps looking at the live stream, Travis, because he's thinking, oh, no, I can't tell him who's in my car because I'm married. My wife will see me say my girlfriend is in the car. <laughs> Does he just keep... I couldn't quite get... Does he just keep repeating... Who's in my car? My car? Who's in my car? <laughs> who's in my like, car? Who's in your car, sir? Who's he's in like, my who's, who's in my car? Who's in my car? <laughs> who's in my car? And he's looking at the live stream like, I'm about to admit some things that could get <laughs> yeah. me in trouble. As they say, is somebody in your car? Yes. Who's yes. in your car? Who's can't, in my car? <laughs> can't, can't tell you. Secret. Who's in my car? <laughs> who's in your car with the gun? <laughs> who's in my car? <laughs> who's in your car? Who's in my car? Who's in your truck, sir? Cassie is in my car. Cassie's in my truck. All right, Cassie. Cassie's in my truck. My wife knows that we're here, by the way. She knows we came to do this. But my wife is aware. So we're live on YouTube right now. Okay. We've got about 2,500 people watching. So Cassie's a girl I had an affair with. She's involved in this situation with me and this guy here. <laughs> my wife knows. Uh, we were just at my daughter's tennis. Was it his daughter's tennis coach? Is that what he said? No, I think that he was at something with his wife 
and had to leave to go get his Lamborghini back with his mistress, Travis. With his with the lady who had he had an affair with. My wife knows we're here. Like they didn't ask. <laughs> like he's like Cassie's in the car. Well, My wife knows we're here. <laughs> Travis, come come to find out, I don't think the wife did know. I think that might have been a fib. Who's uh, in my car? <laughs> so this is the uh, this is the video that he posted uh, with his wife next to him later on. <laughs> I had an affair. I did, and I know that I have a family brand. That's my brand, family, and this is my family. And I had an affair, and it went on for a while. And you know, the other person is not a bad person. Bitboy's brand is family. No, I I think Bitboy's brand is is Bitcoin and how you should buy some. Oh, but it's not family. Well, he says it's family. I'm learning about Ben Armstrong now through this video. This is this is my introduction to him. And so So people people probably don't give a shit about his family life, but he's pretending like they do, probably for the sake of the wife. Like he's doing a video with the wife being like, My brand is family. I really fucked well, up. But I, people really just want to know about Ethereum classic yeah, from this uh, guy. Maybe it's like uh, you know, he he has the image of a family man and not the image of like a fuck boy, you know. And so not a fuck boy out- who's got a gun in his back seat with his mistress trying to get his Lamborghini back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe get a minivan, right? If you, your brand is family, right? Yeah, I mean like a, a you suburban. Can't take or the boy to soccer practice in a Lamborghini, Travis. It's not practical. No, not at all. There's you get like a Ford Escape. Space. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to bring the mistress because like if you drive there, who what are you going to do then? Just leave your other car and take the Lamborghini? You need somebody to drive the Lamborghini or the car you brought. Right. And the and the wife was at the daughter's tennis practice, so she can't come. Or so I he's guess, just going to take I guess take an Uber maybe. Yes, <laughs> but I don't, the Uber although guy Uber's, might not be cool with guns. Yeah, Uber's probably not. Good. They're going to be like, hey, you can't bring that gun in my Ford <laughs> Fiesta guy. Like, no guns here. I just, my my wife knows I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cassie. My wife knows I'm here. She knew we were going to do this. She knew it. Travis, this is borderline, but I do have a hustle watch. It is time for the hustle watch. Now, Travis, you you know how Kohl's is, right? Uh, with all of their cash and whatnot, they're fucking bullshit. Where like they're like, hey, this is normally five hundred dollars, but you can have it for a hundred dollars. You know, plus plus uh, we got an email rebate for twenty percent off. Plus, if you have your Kohl's cash from the last time you bought that backpack, you can uh, put that towards this. Now, I don't agree with these men, Travis, but I understand them. Is what I'm what I'm saying. Uh, this is a uh, this is a good news story here that I think you'll appreciate. Fifty year old Michael Green and thirty seven year old Byron Bolden got the ridiculous but very literal nickname, the KitchenAid Mixer Crew, because they stole those mixers along with other items from a Coles in Parker last year. Well, the 18th Judicial District, where these two men were charged and stood trial, says all the stuff stolen from Coles, the mixers, clothes, shoes, it all totaled $2,094. And that is important because the cutoff line between a misdemeanor and a felony in Colorado is $2,000. So they were over that limit by 94 bucks. But you know Coles, there's always a sale. 
And the prosecutor's team tells us the defense tried to argue this loss value is actually lower if you consider the stolen items were on sale. <laughs> they had a coupon, Travis. That is genius. <laughs> it's not a felony. Coles was running a promo. It was cheaper that week that we they had, stole it. We had Coles cash. <laughs> you think the Kia boys drove the KitchenAid mixer crew to Coles to steal this shit? We're getting a lot of cool nicknames the last couple of weeks. The Kia boys. Yeah, yeah real cool. These, uh, <laughs> I, wouldn't, wouldn't you love to be in a criminal organization called the KitchenAid mixer crew? <laughs> Yo, we're selling them on Facebook. You don't fuck with the KitchenAid mixing crew. <laughs> I'm fools to make some pancakes, son. <laughs> Fucking Kia boys are right around the corner. Run. It's the Kia boys. The DA's office says the value that matters in court is the retail price, not a sale or a coupon or whatever else. And the jury agreed. They convicted both men of a class six felony. If I buy something from Kohl's at the reduced rate and then decide three weeks later that it needs to go back, they're not giving me the full retail price. They're going to give me the sale price that I paid for it. But if we're actually saying the real retail price is king, that means I should be able to buy at the reduced price and return at the retail price. And that should, if that's admissible in court, I'm going to start uh, buying at reduced rates and returning and, and demanding full retail. There's precedent. There's a precedent set in Colorado and I'm going to bring this case to the person at the service counter and say, listen, the retail price is king. These motherfuckers went to jail for it. Give me the retail price. Put it on my card. Thank you very much. See, I knew you'd appreciate this one, Travis. See, because I don't agree with the steal in the KitchenAid mixers. No, don't steal. But they have a point about Kohl's. They do have a point and they should have been let go. You know, the Daily Wire, they... Uh... They're they're kind of like trolls. It's it, like the uh, it's it's like the Ben Shapiro yeah, uh, streaming yeah. network like, essentially. All of their stuff is kind of like slimy, you know. Like, yeah, like what is a woman? Yeah, uh, like they just kind of rile everybody up all the time. Right. They're like, you know, just, Hershey's just, just, put the, the, a, a message about pro women on their thing, so we're gonna sell expensive hate chocolate. You know. Yeah. I just started watching, I believe it was broadcast on Daily Wire, the uh, counter series to Making a Murderer, Convicting a Murderer. Oh, I was going to watch that, Travis, but I just haven't yet. Is it, it's not great. It's, it's not stupid. great. Well, did you see that they also have a new film out? No. Uh, Travis, they made a comedy. Oh, is this a, fi- this is a fictional comedy? It's a fictional comedy. Yeah, I, ha- I have the, the movie trailer for it. Do you want to hear it? Please play that for me. I can't look. Hey, what are you, a fish? Well, he's willing to try. What? Could get him arrested. No, you're crazy, Chester. It'll never happen. Chester put a boy on a girl's soccer team. Ow! Don't worry. If it's too tight, you'll get used to it. <gasps> Meet our new ladybug, Martha. That's actually Ladybugs yeah, starring that's, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> that's the wrong trailer, Travis. Hold on. This this is it, I think. Nobody wants it. Not even the Clippers. And if he wants to play ball again, he's got only one option. To play as a woman. I'm here. Joanna Man. Joanna Man. Joanna Man. Joanna Man. Yes, Travis, Joanna I fucked man. up again. Oh, shit. That's Joanna Man. Travis, I, I meant, of course, the uh, the movie that Hollywood is afraid to make. 
the new one from the Daily Wire. They uh, they're pioneers. Yeah, they're they're making something that that no one would dream of making. Travis, uh, this this is the. It's day. time. We're in. I'm in. I'm in. To play, Lady Baldus. Mount up. Like a girl. Guess what? I'm with her. <laughs> Yeah, Travis, they made a uh, a movie. Isn't where... that isn't that the trailer for Little Sister starring Jonathan Silverman and, and Alyssa Milano? Is there another? Where he dre- there dresses another? up like a woman to join the sorority. I didn't know about that one, Travis. I, I could have. Made... Or was that the trailer for She's the Man starring Amanda Bynes, who dresses up like a boy to join uh, the team uh, to get close to a guy she likes? Just one of the guys. Isn't that She's the Man? I thought it was She's the Man. What's no, just one of the guys? Just one of the guys. I own it, Travis. <clears throat> just one of the guys it has like one of the best titty scenes ever in it she's she, she that's how she reveals to the guy that she's been a girl the whole time she gets her titties out yeah she's the man stars amanda Bynes and channing tatum amanda Bynes does not get her titties out travis uh just one of the guys is too early for amanda Bynes. this is that uh, just one of the guys is from 1985 yeah that's a good one though I, I and I'm this is not me uh, being hyperbolic little sister starring Jonathan Silverman is one of my favorite movies I've like I that one, when, Travis. I need to watch it it's so good I watched that movie when during the VHS era I owned a copy that I bought uh, pre-owned from a video what store. about uh, bosom buddies bosom buddies is the name of my fantasy football team in our family <laughs> league uh, <laughs> it was starring Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari, I believe they were in there. They tried to they they needed to dress as women to stay in a in a in a nice apartment building that only allowed women. Oh, okay, so same kind of deal, right? It's been done. Yeah, before. but I mean, I mean, the Daily Wire pioneers. Yeah, they're really doing it. Yeah, uh, I'll watch it. I mean, maybe it'll be funny. I don't know. There's nothing that weirdo troll conservatives are known for more than their sense of humor. <laughs> Travis, I uh, I think that last week I played uh, the uh, G. Tom Mack. I played him uh, Sylvester the Cat singing um, Cry Little Sister. You sure did. I have a Daffy Duck doing Bullet with ball- Butterfly Wings. Do you want to hear that? Oh, I do want to hear that. The world is a vampire. Santa Treya. Kind of made me laugh. I thought it that was sounds funny. remarkably like the Sylvester the Cat voice. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> it's like all of his Looney Tune covers are just the Sylvester the Cat <laughs> voice. He's like, "This is Bugs Bunny. This is Yosemite Sam." You just put a little <laughs> on there, right? As, ah, fucker and fuck, fucker and fuck attach, right? What I need more than anything is a Pepe Le Pew cover of "Rape Me." <laughs> I'll work on it, Travis. Maybe I can make that happen for you. I don't Rape know. me. Rape me again. Hatred. 
Guys, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to regroup. And we're going to come back and do more of this. For calls. KitchenAid Mixer Crew. For life. Dubfod goes hard. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source drunk. And this week he talks to Mark Wahlberg about his new movie, The Family Plan, available now on Apple+. Plus. Is this Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but with kids? Obviously it was very interesting, the family dynamic. I'm a dad now, I'm embracing my old age. A lot of guys uh, my age in the business would probably say, well, that character, you know, he's got grown kids. That's your, your, your 52 year old kids in their late teens. I don't want to play that old. I'm embracing that. I look forward to playing a grandfather. That would make sense, though. Two 26 year olds. And I just thought it was really fun. And, you know, it's, it's much 52. more character driven than most of the action movies you see coming across. The Thanks to Teresa for this week's horse report. She watched Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Cabin Fever, and said no horses in that one. Bummer. We're a child. Nearstein schooled wall to yest on ban yesla huggy sneeding. Okay, jazz grease quaestad some sweet it was shat it's What do we do? Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks.
I got a crazy story for you today. Okay. So I'm sitting here in the chair uh, looking at stuff to do on the podcast. And I just hear this dog outside like freaking the fuck out. And so there's a dog outside freaking the fuck out, which freaks my dogs the fuck out. Oh, of course. And so I'm looking outside. I'm trying to figure out where's the goddamn dog that's freaking out. And I can't, I don't see him anywhere. I don't know where he is. And so I decide I'm just going to go outside and stand on the front porch and see what's going on. Yeah. And so I go outside and I don't hear anything for a minute. I'm like, well, maybe it's over. But then the dog starts freaking out again. And I look over and I see a dog like standing in the doorway of a house, but like not leaving the doorway. And I'm thinking, why is that dog standing in the doorway and not like running out? You know, right. it's weird. I thought maybe like the dog was stuck in the door or something. And so yeah. I just kind of started to walk over that way so that I could see better what was going on. Because the dog sounded like there was something wrong. Sure. And so I get like maybe uh, halfway over there and I see that there's something huge standing on top of one of the cars in the driveway. I'm like, okay, the dog is barking at whatever that is. Is it a cat? Because that's a pretty big cat. But like the door was open? The door was open. The dog was standing in the doorway. So I get up to about their driveway and I see that it's two guys with the dog on the leash in the doorway. And standing on top of their car is a fucking turkey. (laughs) What? And so I, I, I kind of squint and I say to the guys, I say, is that a fucking turkey? And they said, yeah. I was like, why is it here? And they said, we don't know. <laughs> and so I just laughed and turned around because I'm mean, like, what am I going to do? I'm not like, well, right. go fuck with the turkey. Yeah, you're not a fucking turkey whisperer. And so I'm walking back to my house and animal control pulls up. So... <laughs> But for some reason, like they had their dog on a leash just to, I guess, observe the turkey. Were they like terrified of the turkey? So to go outside, they like they made sure to bring their dog out with them. (laughs) I don't know. But when I got up close, it seemed like the turkey was stuck somehow on top of the car. But like, I don't know how, but it got itself loose. And then it was just kind of walking around in their driveway. But the animal control pulled up and i was like okay well the professionals are here uh we'll we'll leave them to it you know so what did animal control take the turkey i guess yeah That's i mean so they, they called them and they were like hey come get this turkey what that's so well i guess you live in a different place like you'd never call somebody to get rid of turkeys where i'm from what there's would, just what would you do they just are around you have turkeys around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like flocks of turkeys that are just like Travis, around. We're in an urban environment. We don't just have turkeys walking <laughs> around. <laughs> I guess not. It was very yeah, there's, unusual. There's just turkeys here. Like even where I work, like in the industrial park, there's just like flocks of turkeys. And like you, there's they're the dumbest bird that exists. <laughs> so you can be barreling towards them with a vehicle and they don't even blink they just like fucking slowly walk across the road because they're so dumb and then so they'll have like their tiny little turkey babies 
and there'll be like a bunch of big ones and they'll just be like walking back and forth. There'll be like cars stopped for them. You'll honk the horns and they'll just like go about their business in the middle of the road. They're fucking retarded. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess they're not really going to hurt anything. And so I guess you you wouldn't really call somebody to come get the turkey. Now that I think no, about it, why would you I mean, do I get, that? Because I guess if it was on top of my vehicle and it wasn't true. getting off. Yeah. Can, can, the, like it, can the animal control like do a, uh, a police report for you for your insurance? Because maybe the turkey fucked up their car. I would. Ass- I mean, I would assume so. I mean, you would think that they'd be able to do something. But at the same time, how much damage is a turkey actually going to do to the roof of your car? You know, if you have a $500 deductible, is it even going to be worth it to fix the roof of your car? It was a big turkey, Travis. I mean, I don't know <laughs> what a small turkey is, but this thing looked pretty big. No, we uh, had... Uh, within the last probably year and a half, one of the drivers at work was coming back and he was probably only like two miles away from the plant and uh, a turkey flew into the air and like into his windshield and just blew the fucking windshield out of his fucking truck. (laughs) That's how fucking stupid turkeys are. (laughs) Travis, something crazy happened this week and I I hope you don't already know about it because I'd like to try to quiz you on it and see how you do. Yeah, please. Um, It took 10 seasons, but there's finally overlap in our guest bookings with The Masked Singer. Uh, Somebody who was on our show was on The Masked Singer, Travis. What? uh, So you don't know about this. No, I do not. I will play you this person singing, and we'll see if you can unmask him. Travis, this is somebody no, who, knowing full well that we had that person as a guest on this program. This person has been a guest on our program. Yes. Okay. Baby, I do cherish you from the depths of my soul. Girl, it's beyond my control. I'm doing a 98 degrees so song, Travis. To say this to you. If you're asking, do I love you? much oh my smile I do ah, the fucking voice of an angel yeah I, I think that he is in the finale Travis I think that he's one of the uh, people competing to win the whole thing but uh, and we, I actually but- don't know if he's been revealed yet but like everybody pretty much knows who it is oh so how do they not I thought the whole deal was that like the the judges had to guess who it was. Yeah, but they're terrible. And they always guess like it's Obama or The Rock. Oh, you know, they, sure. Pe- they they want to put it out there, hey, we have big stars on here. But it, people, it, people that people that have n- no business ever being on the mass singer is who they're guessing. Like, right. oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. No guesses? No guesses. I don't know. Uh, Superman's dad, Travis, uh, John Schneider. Oh, John Schneider. Yes, now that you say that, that's absolutely the voice that I was hearing. Travis, I have a uh, a hippo. Who, what is he? What is he dressed up as? Uh, a big by the way. donut. He's a he's a donut man. He's like a it's collection f- of donuts formed into a man. It's funny that this show's been on so long that they can't even barely do animals anymore. They have to do <laughs> weird other things. They're like, oh, he's a Choco Taco is singing this week. It's like. A bowl of spaghetti. Who's the bowl of spaghetti this week on The Masked Singer? Travis, um, we talked about the cocaine hippo a couple weeks ago. 
Yeah, uh, one of my favorite things. I have an update on the cocaine hippos. Uh, they have a plan. Uh, the hippos do? Yeah, well, what they said is they're Is it world play. domination? <laughs> no, the hippos don't have a plan, Trevor. <laughs> uh, they have a plan on how to get rid of the hippos. Now, they said, well, what we're going to try to do is we're going to lure them into big cages with food and take them to other countries. But, like, you can't just dump off your, your hippos at, in other countries unless you're talking about zoos. Like, if you're talking about just, like, dumping them in their lakes, then then they'll have hippo problems. These things and talk also- like crazy. Yeah, and also hippos like don't they? They're already foraging for food, so putting a a, a tasty hot pocket in front of them is probably not going to get them into that cage. But no, this is this is the uh, the the plan, Travis. After right. years of debate and discussion, the environmental ministry has now begun a new plan. They have surgically sterilized two male hippos and one female, with plans to sterilize about 40 a year. But the solution is not a cheap one. The ministry says each surgery costs about $10,000, and that's if they're able to catch the hippos safely. If this is the plan, why not, them, just, Travis. why not just murder them, right? Like, I mean, if this is what we're doing, we're like... Oh, we're gonna cut off their bloodline. We're gonna we're gonna cut their testes off. They're not gonna be able to produce sperm to create more hippo litters. Just fucking shoot them in the head and no, be done with it. Don't just let them live out their lives. No, I mean, come on, just let the hippos be. Who cares? Let them live there. They're not supposed to be there. Sure, you could say that they're an invasive species. Everybody will adapt to the hippos being there. Leave them alone. Let them I live their hippo let lives. Them, let them stay there. Yeah, they, Columbia just has hippos now. Yeah, so what? So yeah, what? Then there's going to be like a new genus where you go to a zoo and it's going to be like, oh, the this uh, uh, Cubano hippo, right? right. Like it's the it's originates in 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 Cuba. They'll uh, adapt let, to the weird climate and like start yeah. growing weird hairs or something, or turn a different color. Right. Yeah. Just fun. leave 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 them be. Who Let's cares? see what happens. It's not like the government hasn't transported random species that don't belong in other areas to try to get rid of other invasive species, which creates a whole other problem. Like the government has done that so many different times with insects and other animals. Just fucking let the natural migrate. So what? Who cares? Travis, my uh, my pick of the week is on a similar a similar tip. Uh, it's it's a social media thing going on uh, in uh, New Zealand, I think it is, Trevor. I'm pretty sure it's New Zealand. Uh, there is a seal named Neil. And Neil the seal. Neil the seal. He's 1,300 pounds. It's just this one fucking seal that just like comes up into this town and wreaks havoc. And everybody's making TikTok videos of this big fucking seal wandering around their their neighborhood and what is the havoc what is what kind of havoc is the seal causing he just causes some mischief travis and it seems that most of the mischief is like he just goes and lays in the middle of the street someone lives here mate neil someone lives here that was him on some guy's <laughs> porch travis it's a 1300 pound seal that just shows up places. <laughs> Morning, Neil. Day four here with Neil. He's back on the road, back wanting attention. Tune in for more, guys. I love their accents, Travis. Yeah, um, and you can't tell whether they're uh, uh, Aussies or Kiwis. 
Neil and this police officer know each other really, really well. They got a love-hate relationship. They call the cops on Neil the Seal, Travis, and tell maybe him Neil just wants somebody to pet him. I don't know if I'd pet him, Travis. <laughs> he might bite you. He'd probably <laughs> bite you, wouldn't he? Uh, maybe. I mean, if he's feels comfortable enough co- just coming into the neighborhood and laying himself out on some dude's porch, yeah, maybe he's domesticated enough where he's friendly. Maybe Neil the Seal is looking for a good friend. But I was enthralled, Travis. I was enthralled in Neil the Seal content. I wanted more. I was I was scouring the internet for it because I just wanted to know everything about him. And did you find a lot out? Like, is it just like this? Se- when did the seal start coming into town? Last couple weeks, I think, Travis. So uh, this is fresh. This, this is this is not like a, a seal that's like the town mascot that's been around for a while. It's just yeah, a I, random I seal. I don't think they know why he's coming. Uh, they suspect it might be just for attention. But maybe there's a greater issue. Maybe he's trying to spread holiday joy. Do they they? they sp- celebrate christmas over there don't they maybe he's like he's a christmas seal (laughs) he's a christmas seal yeah they should look at this as as a sign or like a miracle as as opposed to something that's uh irritant george do you have a pick of the week yeah travis's pick of the week this week uh i don't know how this one blew past my radar or how i missed this um my pick of the week this week is the motion picture Love and Monsters. This is a uh, a post-apocalyptic motion picture where um, after the uh, the world has shot a bunch of these missiles into the sky to stop these invasive things, all the blowback has uh, now made all of these like insects and things like giant monsters. So it's wiped out a bunch of the population. Does that have Michael uh, it- Rooker in it? It did have Michael Rooker in it, which was a really good surprise. I actually wasn't going to say I that. I saw this movie. I saw. Yeah, this movie. yeah. So I think this is. I think it's from like 2018 or something. But it's on Netflix. It's starring Dylan O'Brien. Uh, and the whole basis of this thing is like that. You know, he 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 lives with his colony in this underground bunker. But there's this gal that he knew pre-apocalypse uh, that they exchanged "I love yous" right as things were going badly. And he's like sick of living in this in this bunker. So he decides to make the trip to her colony as they've reconnected via ham radio. Uh, and it's just kind of his shenanigans as he tries to make it to her colony. And it's like him trying to survive. And and spoiler alert. Yes, Mike had alluded to it. He does uh, meet up with uh, Michael Rooker and a little girl. And and there's just a, it's, it's so fun. The special effects are really good. Like all of the actors do a great job. Like the, it's, it's, it's played very earnestly, but it's like, it's really fun and exciting and funny. And I don't understand how I have not seen it until actually today. Was yeah, when it was, was, was kind of under the radar. I don't think that I, I and, don't even think it was in theaters. I think it was like a VOD release. Yeah. I think you're probably right. And it's not, I mean, there's people, you know, in it, like, and obviously the budget was pretty decent because, like I said, the effects were good. Like there's sprawling like landscapes and shit. Like this isn't like just like a, a like a, a one location movie. Like there's 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 money behind this thing. Yeah. Um. And maybe I know like a, the writer it of it. COVID? Um, was it COVID time? Maybe. I th- I think it was pre-COVID. I like I said I think hmm. if I'm 
if I'm correct, and let me just look it up too, just to make sure, because maybe, maybe it was, oh yeah, it was, it was absolutely COVID. It was, uh, released in 2020. So oh, okay. right yeah. as COVID was happening, I guess is, uh, is probably why, why this, uh, this went under the radar, but yeah, really good. Highly recommended. It is now streaming on Netflix. You know, there's some of those movies that kind of got swept under the rug during COVID like that. Uh, that invisible man movie was pretty good. Oh yeah. absolutely. Uh, there were several of those. And, and you'd think now that like, apparently we're going to be having this lull in theaters uh, because of the writer strike and stuff like, Maybe they'd revisit some of those, but I guess they don't really do that anymore, do they? No, not no, not unless you have like a second run theater or revival house or whatever. Like multiplexes yeah. are not going to bring uh, movies back to do that. They want the biggest and brightest. But I don't really think you know people are making a big deal out of it. And like I know the writer strike and the actor strike or whatever like lasted. What did it last? Like eight, nine months, ten months. You can't tell me there wasn't plenty of shit in the pipeline. And not only that, like every time you turn your head, you saw that they that. <laughs> this yeah. production got an exemption or that production got an exemption. I don't think we're going to see any lull in content being released. Yeah. There's already so much, maybe a little spreading out's good for us, Travis. Hey man, that's the thing. I say, if you release no new content for six months, I can finally watch all the bullshit people talk about that. I have no interest <laughs> in watching. Cause it's like, how the hell am I going to watch all this shit? Yeah. We were talking in the car today, Travis. We were like, you know, maybe we got to give that shit's Creek a chance. You know, it's great. Shit's yeah. Creek is awesome. You know, there's plenty of stuff we haven't seen. Yeah, there's no loved, way to see it all. I loved Invincible the first season when it was on, and completely spaced the fact that uh, Invincible season two has been being broadcast. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just too much shit, and you can't. I've it, there's so much stuff that I find myself not even watching subsequent seasons of television because I'm like, yeah, I really enjoyed that first season, but. You know, if I don't start the second season, it's not going to hurt my feelings. And then I don't, you know, it's right. like, what? I don't know what I'm missing. So that may, maybe you had an, a fine conclusion with the season you watched. And it's like, OK, that One can the, just be the end for me. Well, in in, in, in in doing that a lot of times really is helpful because I really enjoyed that uh, that show Heels on Stars with the uh, wrestling one. Yeah. With Arrow and whoever else. It, the first season was amazing. And then season two came out, and I was very excited for it, and I did not watch it. Uh, I was waiting until it all released, and then they canceled it. Uh, there was no more. <laughs> there wasn't going to be a season three. Yeah. And come to find out, the people that I talked to say season two ends on a giant cliffhanger. Ugh. So it's like I didn't, I didn't have to worry myself with that giant cliffhanger, and I just got that first season, which wrapped pretty nice. Travis, that should that should be against the law. I agree cliffhangers that they cancel the show you yeah, gotta they make a movie if you cancel it that's, that's the thing. rule it doesn't even have to be a movie you have to release like a 20 minute episode yeah. one one one-off 20 minute episode or just like, call the, the the main guy the the showrunner or something and just yeah. put him on camera and tell us what happened that Write is what something <laughs> that is what mike flanagan actually did with uh the midnight club uh, that was that uh, I b believe it was based on a Christopher Pike series of novel novels. And it was a uh, Mike Flanagan's uh, series right before he did uh, follow the house of Usher. And they put out one season and it wrapped pretty nicely, but they were 
planning on having another season, but they canceled it and said, no, we're not having another season, which caused Mike Flanagan to jump ship from Netflix. But what he did was put out like this giant blog post about exactly what season two was going to be. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, do that. That's the rule. Yep. Guys, we did it. Uh, Happy holidays or whatever. I don't know when this is coming out, but yeah, good job uh, to us. We'll see you next year. Uh, Or this year, depending on when this comes out. Yeah, I don't know. Guys, take care. We'll We'll see you later. Bye. for listening to this installment of WFOD. If you enjoyed it, subscribe so you don't miss the next one on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or your player of choice. While you're there, please take a moment to share a link, tell a friend, leave a review, or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub fod. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You can leave us a question or comment via telephone on the hand hotline at 636-487-HAND or by email at mike at wfodshow.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor yourself for as little as a dollar a month and receive early access to episodes at patreon.com slash WFODicks. Our entire back catalog is available on WFODshow.com, as well as cola rankings, flat drunks, and more. Check us out on social media at WFODshow on Twitter and Instagram, or WFODicks on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care. talked about the cocaine hippos again i love those fucking I love things those fucking hippos love the, we should like they oh. wiggle their little ears if i had like a 3d printer or any kind of uh talent with anything i would make a hungry hungry hippos game 
where the hippos didn't eat marbles they snorted snorted cocaine cocaine. (laughs) it's like a vacuum (laughs) (laughs) sucks through the nostrils (laughs) so funny (laughs) whoever's got the most powder in their fucking little collection plate wins they they just have little scales to to weigh <laughs> little drug scales <laughs> and, and whoever <laughs> whoever snorts the the least amount of cocaine Pablo Escobar shoots him in the head is <laughs> a good game <laughs> the the only way to reset the game is like you have to shake it like an etch a sketch to get the powder back in the middle yeah to get the cocaine out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, 